This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Piper Carter Podcast to hear the stories and thoughts of Piper Carter. Follow Piper Carter on Instagram at Piper Carter. All right. Well, welcome back to the Piper Carter Podcast, everyone. You're here with Piper Carter. It is the beginning of the month. Today is February the 1st, and I'm in studio with my co-hosts, um, Deja. How's it going? You cute? You cool? Good, good. I'm good. How are you all? Hey, Asa. Good, good. Peace. Asa Bay our health and wellness expert and uh, doing our technology is Brittany March. It's food Detroit. So yay. All right. Um, I think I'm going to, okay, so let's, um, Deja, how was your week so far? It's been a pretty good week. I can't complain. I've been working on my beats. Um, I want to drop something this month. I not sure when that'll be, but at some point this month, I will drop a beat tape. And when I pick my date, I will let you guys know. <laughs> okay. So that'll be your third project. Yeah, technically, yeah. On Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many songs are you going to do? I'm thinking four or five. I don't want to do anything um, heavy yet. I just like putting out little pieces. How many did you do the first time? I feel like it was like seven. Yeah, it felt like an album, right? Almost. Mm -hmm. And then how how many the next time? I think it was four. I, I, um, yeah. I was, was like, four. was it five? It was four? Four. I think it was four. Okay. And then, so this time you, you're not sure like four or five maybe. Yeah, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. I haven't decided. I know that there's a good three that I want to put out, but I want to make a couple more and see how I feel about releasing those two. Okay, I got you. I mean, you could always just release the three. Yeah. And keep making music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a thought. Good ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. So that's Thank what's up. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, What about you, Asa? How's your week been so far? Amazing. Prosperous. Um, a lot of networking, a lot of events, um, and just a lot of projects in the works right now. Oh, yeah. Um, tell us about your events. That's some interesting stuff there. Yeah. Um, some stuff just over the Internet. A lot of stuff um, with the youth, uh, middle schools, elementary schools. Um, I just recently did some work with the Detroit Food uh, Academy. That oh, how'd that nice. go? That was tight. What'd yeah. you do? Um, just spoke to the students about health, you know, getting more um, self-sufficient. You know, growing food as opposed to complaining about deserts and food shortages, mm -hmm. things of that nature. Which okay. Listening to them and their engagement was was nice. Was okay. Beautiful. That's what's up. Yeah. Um. So, where were the events? Uh, online. So virtual stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Some in person stuff. Um, out in the burbs. I don't remember the exact locations. Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, people were just like doing stuff and inviting some of the the health experts in the area. Metro okay. Detroit. So yeah. That's what's up. I put on live for a little bit, just a little bit. We're live right now on YouTube, y'all. So go over to YouTube, Piper Carter Podcast, and watch us. Share, like, subscribe. Um, we're having a great conversation. It's going to be a good conversation this evening. So check us out. Peace. Peace, y'all. Yeah. So um, I wanted to start us off uh, 
with the astrology report. And so um, <laughs> what's interesting is there's so much going on this month. Um, so not only is it like, so today is February the 1st, right? What's interesting is tomorrow is going to be two, 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 two. But anyway, well, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, today is the first. It's the beginning. So, you know, um, the 31st and the first is like we always talk about like these openings or these portals. Right. So we have the new moon. That's one thing. Um, and it's actually an Aquarius moon. Right. Mercury has been in retrograde for a minute. We're going to have Mercury direct. So it's going to be good. So there's a lot of power going on there. Um, and then um, it's also a lunar, a new like lunar new year, which I think we call like Chinese New Year. So it's the year of the water tiger. So that's pretty interesting. So today is... Um, there's a goddess asteroid in Juno that enters Aquarius. That's going to be a lot of powerful energy. I'm explaining a lot. Of, I'm going to explain what this stuff is. And on the fourth, um, Saturn, the sun is going to conjunct with Saturn. That's a lot of stuff going on like this week. <laughs> but February is going to be a super powerful month, mostly because we're out of the retrograde. And we're direct. So um, intentions, intentions, intentions. Um, so, yeah, so we get a uh, February is going to kick off a fresh uh, energy. Right. And it's going to be flowing from the Aquarius new new moon. Um, so a few days following the new moon, Mercury, you know, is just station itself um, direct, giving us zero planets in retrograde for the remainder of the month. So remember that, kitties. Um, so this energy is like super, super strong. It's a forward moving energy um, that's like coursing through our cosmic skies. That's going to make February a month for uh, making waves and bold choices. So if there's a project that you want to get off the ground, a challenge that you want to overcome or an adventure that you want to take, um, February is the month right to set those intentions and to trust that um the energy of the universe is on your side um doo -doo -doo. i mean i could go on and on and on but you kind of get that so think about where you um want to create like some balance and some harmony in your life and then use the energies of february to make it a reality right again like Set your intentions, nurture your desires, create new goals, like be super proactive and everything. Um, let's talk about what's going to be going on. Oh, 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 oh. Check this out. Um, so February is also going to bring the peak of the Pluto return to the USA. So, um... Man, February is like, my God, so much going on February. But let's just start here. All right. So um, do, 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 do. I'm just trying to say things that see things that I didn't say before. Um, OK, let's talk about this goddess asteroid in Juno. 
So asteroids are um, a subtle energy. So this is something um, that we may not feel unless our own personal energy um, like requires us to. So Juno is the asteroid of marriage and partnership. And it moves into Aquarius. Um, and as it moves into Aquarius, our attention may turn to our relationships, particularly our romantic ones. Um, Juno's move into Aquarius may help us define a greater sense of independence in our relationships or perhaps even reignite the romantic adventurous side of the relationship. So as Juno rules over marriage, this shift may also change how we think about marriage or making long term commitments because long term commitments is also like marriage, right? Um, so Mercury direct. So I know we always talk a lot here about like, you know, Mercury retrograde and all that kind of stuff. So Mercury direct is like kind of like the opposite of that. So like where um, you want to kind of chill with a retrograde, you want to like hit the gas with the, you know what I'm saying? With the direct, because like everything that you want is going to come to you. This is your time right now. Okay. Mm. It's like, yeah, <laughs> get on that magic carpet and pray for what you need. Um um do, 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 do. so okay let's talk about this sun um conjunct saturn so the annual meeting of the sun and saturn is a day for stepping up to the plate and asking ourselves what do i need to take responsibility for in my life uh so we may need to practice some tough love when answering these questions but saturn's cosmic vibrations will be on our side and we can also breathe into these vibrations to fuel ourselves with stamina and grounding energy, both of which can help us navigate challenging situations. And so, I mean, um, long story short, this is a really open time. Um, a lot of energy is going to be flowing like to you. A lot of things are going to be in your favor. Um, so this, I mean, this is that time, you know, we were in a lot of retrograde like recently over the last like year, right? We've been in a lot of retrograde. So yeah, it's time to party y'all, but not party, party like that. But I mean, party in the sense of like, okay, remember that part in um The Wiz? Y'all saw The Wiz, right? Y'all yeah. saw The Wiz, the movie? Remember when they... um. Can you feel it? When they took off their clothes, everybody look around. <laughs> right? And then they start dancing and 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 you know, they threw all the the like little like troll costume off or whatever. And then they had on like their little loincloths and was dancing across the floor. Was this at the end? It was towards the towards end. The end. Yeah, pretty okay. much towards the yeah. end. Like remember the Wicked Witch of the West, Eveline? Mm -hmm. yeah. And um she you know, got flushed down the toilet. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, like, they, like, I think it was like the sun, because they had been in that factory and it was all dark. And then the sun started to come out and they was like, ah. and then it was like, they started taking off. I think like the the water sprinkled and the mm -hmm. water came on them and then they started melting and then they started taking off like the, <laughs> it was like an old skin or something and the old self and all these like old clothes. And, you know, this like tired kind of energy. And then you just saw like their like new, like brown, bronzy skin. And they were, and they had like these, like, you know, they were dance, it was all dancers. So they, you just saw their bodies and then they just started like dancing. And then the music, you know, came on. 
I should play the music, but y'all know the song, right? I gotta rewatch that. That's about to be tight. Yeah, that is amazing part. Like that part right there when I was little. We used to get hype. We used to be dancing around the house, going crazy, because that's the part there. I mean, symbolically, I'm saying we're in that moment of like, w- there's been so much going on. I mean, I'm not going to blame it on a retrograde, but just like in general and on top of that, there's retrograde. So now is now is just like there's some ease you know what I mean? From some of that. And not only is there ease, but there's also like you have help, like you have planetary help. You know what I mean? Just strictly by all that energy and stuff that's going on right now. Like you have support for the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So like now is that time. So anyway, I didn't want to take up too much time with that, but I just got excited, you know, seeing that. I mean, for does that resonate with any of y'all? Do y'all have stuff that you're like, hmm? Man, Brittany, why you not on the mic? I want to hear you say it. <laughs> but Brittany's on the hiatus right now. She's just tech Brittany right now, I guess, until the next month. <laughs> tech me. <laughs> yeah, Asa, Deja, did that resonate with y'all at all? Or are you still chewing on that? Or are you like, that don't have nothing to do with me? <laughs> no, yesterday my friend... um posted in her close friends we were talking about well she asked about um she brought up nick cannon having a bunch of kids now um with different women and she was like does no one believe in like marriage anymore um so then she was like do you do you want to get married like yes or no um like and if so or if not why Mm. and then she was uh like just sharing all of the answers and her close friends um it was just like just interesting to see what her peers say because she's a few years younger than me mm-hmm. so it was interesting their responses some of them had kids already and they were like um it has to be right or i think the question was actually would you have kids outside of marriage mm-hmm. and then another question was like do you want to get married mm-hmm. so yeah that was yesterday and now you say all this and like you said um you know, people just taking relationships seriously. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and it's not just, I mean, it did talk about marriage and it did talk about like a per, like a romantic, you know what I mean? Like relationship, but um, marriage could also be any relationship. Yeah, union. You know, yeah, because mm-hmm. it could be business. It could be, it, it could be like, like a something that you are in relationship with like for yourself you know what i mean yeah yeah it could be something like that so um could be like whether it's your marriage with like your your diet or your exercise or your health you know what i mean like you could be i mean i'm taking it there but in you know sometimes like when we for me i use astrology in the sense of like understanding the planets but there's so many for me there's so many factors i would never be like just solely put everything into that but it helps me to like process like yeah like because we're made up of stars like we're made up of the same thing that the stars are made of so we're the same matter as the stars 
So they have an impact on us. Like they influence us. Like we're in this world together. Like we're in this galaxy together. You know, there's other galaxies, but this universe, this galaxy is doing this at this time and it does impact us. You know what I mean? So for me, I use it to like, just try to understand um, like what's going on and it helps me to, um, for me, it helps me balance my emotions about things. It also helps me to like figure out when to do things or like how to do things or like when the way things are going like um, for me, but yeah, but um it's interesting because some people are like, ooh, astrology is so, hey. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. but for me, I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't know how you could function like without it. <laughs> I don't know. No shade. No shade <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like, it's like no shade to anybody, but it's like the older I get, the more I see when I think about, I think about like the Dogon, you know, that's still like, do you know these jokers still haven't figured out like how the Dogon figured all that out <laughs> they they're like still trying to study like how did the dogon know like so many years ago like how like the shape and size of things or the distance or this or that and it's like yeah like when you don't have television or any of these other like distractions or love and hip-hop or you know what I'm saying? Like you could get in tune. No shade to love and hip hop because it has made a lot of black women um, millionaires. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can and and they eating healthy and uh, taking care of themselves and their family. So no shade to them. But yeah, like this world that we live in is like priorities are so in a certain way. And at a certain time, we were just here like stewards of the planet just taking care of the earth, you know, the water and all of that. And now we're trying to like not die because of silly capitalist decisions. Anyway, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, so um, I agree. Definitely. Like, how can you live without astrology? But, you know, to each his own. But to power what you were saying up, you know, solar radiation, like, is a real thing. And, like, when you go outside, it's hot, you know, in the summertime. So what makes us think that other planets don't have that same influence, even if it's subtle, you know? But um, when it comes to retrogrades, I was taught to, like, reevaluate and kind of um, reorganize myself, especially, like, if it's Mercury, you know what I'm saying? So your thoughts kind of like, you know, hmm, am I thinking, is this way of thinking, you know, optimal for me or beneficial to you know fulfilling my purpose or something like that's the kind of that's the the space and the time to go and like just you know re um mold yourself if you will and then whatever you know apply that same readjustment technique to like whatever planetary energy you know we got to deal with so i i like that's my power up time is what i'm saying you know, instead of like the average person, oh my God, it's a retrograde. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, and I could go on my back. You feel me? And then when it's when it's direct, I'm about to be lit. Mm. You know, so that's just my two cents on that. So I'm I'm looking forward to that uh, brand new me aspect coming up. That is Asa Bay, author of 
Make the Hood Healthy Again. And we had you on here a couple of weeks ago where we got to learn more about you and jump into your book a little bit. So um, I'm saying that to say that this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I wanted to play a little bit of music for y'all. Oh, let me tell y'all. So the last show was my birthday, right? So many. I got the most response from that show people loved the music show i'm sure they did people were like y'all got to do more music shows like they loved it i got so much response i mean from all different ages not just people in the gen x or my generation but like (laughs) but everybody loved it they were like oh they were like y'all got to do another show like that or something so i was thinking like i don't know if we want to do another show like that or if we want to do another segment like that but we'll have to talk like you know what I'm saying? Like, figure that part out. Like, segment. a segment. How Brittany gonna not be on camera? Hey, man. Hurt my feelings, but it's okay. My feelings don't matter here. <laughs> Ooh, it's no. <laughs> she charging up. No, the retrograde's over. We still got that sprinkle space, It is, because it know? is the first. That residue. <laughs> it takes about two hey. weeks to get it off. Yeah. Damn. I love that. It takes so about two weeks to get it off. You know what I'm going to bring? Oh, you know what I'm bringing here? I'm going to bring me so some um, Florida. Y'all know what that is? The Florida water? Mm. With the... For the... the uh, <laughs> 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 it's like a, it's, it's like rose water. Um and it has other herbs and things in it and mm-hmm. it's just to cleanse the energy but um yeah I was gonna say something but I'm not gonna say that um so okay Deja normally brings us our artist of the week but I wanted to bring our artist of the week so I don't know if y'all know about Injiri Earth Injiri Earth is a um hip hop pioneer from Detroit she was in the film Eight Mile. She is an amazing writer and lyricist, and she does make her own beats. She has a project that did come out 2021, but I've seen her promoting it, and I wanted to play a couple tunes. I want to let y'all know, normally on here, we talk about a, a lot of music producers, or we the music we play is more like music heavy, like production heavy, and she is a lyricist. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to ask if folks could like rest their central nervous system and um, because it's a lot of lyrics and she's very lyrical. And so um, and there's a lot like in her lyrics. And so I'm going to play it's called Mother Tongue and Mother Tongue is the name of the project and this song the title song is called Mother Tongue as well so um, this is in Jerry Earth Mother Tongue they just stray far away from the mother tongue Don't want to hear the words relayed from the mother tongue Disregarding the beauty sung by the mother tongue Mitochondrial DNA is not enough for some They just stray far away from the mother tongue Don't want to hear the words relayed from the mother tongue Disregarding the beauty sung by the mother tongue Mitochondrial DNA is not enough for some Yeah, the black Madonna's feminine principle is dishonored Results in hell on this planet and it's hotter than lava hotter They than praise lava. a heavenly father yet blame everything 
single mama, a lot to Allah, my op must be bothered, cause the scales are unbalanced. There's less peace than violence, more noise than silence. Now mama's hollering, be quiet. With pandemics and riots, hurricanes and wildfire, psychological chains wired on brains, becoming expired, exposed and a liar. Uh. Your weak and wicked wire is tired. My double X is multiplying at an amazing rate. It ain't no denying the lioness, her highness. Metamorphosizes to a seismic scientist. Concoct a vaccine to kill a coronavirus. Yeah. And all the while you doubted that I'm the wisest. Why's this when I'm the wisdom? Your knowledge is fertilizer. Shit. Regurgitated, elevated to my highest six or so I was told. And so then I rose like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. Out of the ash, gas, liquid to solid. My shine polished, mind dominant, body brought like the seven continents. I was respected and honored before. For religion's invention, misogynistic intentions of Jacob's children to keep me hidden, forbidden in a subservient position. In all reality, I'm the reason that ye are living. Now process that. I put the onk on that. I'm the prototype of humanity, pillar of real humility, goddess of fertility, definition of divinity. Tell them that it's blasphemy. I ain't come from a woman, ain't no woman in me. Oh, you were formed in a testicle with only 23 chromosomes and no mother? Oh, she was just an oven. To bake you little nuts for nine months and then what, it's over? First study genetics and then the culture and commit and holler back when you finish. They just stray far away from the mother tongue. Don't wanna hear the words relayed from the mother tongue. Disregarding the beauty sung by the mother tongue. Mitochondrial DNA is not enough for some. They just stray far away from the mother tongue. Don't wanna hear the words relayed from the mother tongue. Disregarding the beauty sung by the mother tongue. Mitochondrial DNA is yeah. not enough for some. If your pineal is fragile, every word is a battle. Be king, the queen will follow. Stop forcing her to be shallow. We deeper than that. The whole whole deeper than black. Limiting my progressions a reflection of why we are where we at. Now we fighting handicap with our arms behind our backs and a knee on our neck. Bullets penetrating our flesh. And we debating on this and that's passe. Need to be trying to solve the issues we have today. Fighting against each other but come from the same family. Jokers be mediocre but still end up with a damn queen. Might have to try polygamy to get a real king. Damn. Cause Pickens is slimmer than ice. Ignorance got their brains in a vice grip. Know the ledger you might slip. That's wisdom I'm giving to women trying to live righteous. Just know you the wisest. Don't let them downsize ya. Uncovered under the lies, lies many surprises. Peace, ISIS. Peace, ISIS. Your crown crooked sight and sound took and overlooked. Erased from the books, tombs, and texts. What's next? Degenerated from the greatest to an object for sex or of abuse and neglect. And it's a cycle we've kept for far too long. Passed on by generations of slave men of cavemen. Praising the black Madonna in their basement. Replace her with the Holy Ghost while the masses are comatose. Them plate us with the okie doke. Looky no cookie, but you close. It's written in your horoscope. Fill us with hope with no results like Jesse, Jack, sons, and daughters. Out of their mother's hands. Out of the motherland with broken promises of angel babies going to heaven. But hell is where they brought us in. They just straight far away from the mother tongue. The mother tongue. So that's um that's in Jerry Earth. So she um she dropped some of the jewels and gee she's she was cold. quoting the Bible and she's cold. She was giving you a lot of patterns and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what'd you think, Asa? I loved it, man. It was a lot of um a lot of mental food. You know, she gave you some homework in there, homework <laughs> assignments, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go study some genetics real quick. I love me. Yeah. Sweet. What what'd you think? She's cold. She's cold. 
yeah. like her a lot. I want to keep listening to her. Like, I wasn't sure if Deja was going to like her because I was like, Deja is a beat mongrel. Like, Deja loves beats. Well, at beats. first I was distracted. I was trying to figure out that sample because I know it, but I can't think of the name. But It is familiar, right? I know who it is. Who? I can't think of it. It sounds familiar. I, I'd have to I bet it's in one of my playlists. Like, <laughs> I'll bet any amount of money. I just don't remember what it's called. But I was distracted. But then once I was like, wait, I got to focus. Then I was like, wait, she's sweet. She's really cold. She's really sweet. Okay, I'm going to play another one. Mm-hmm. Um, She's got, okay, I'm going to tell you all some titles. So this, okay, so like I said, the project itself is called Mother Tongue, right? So she's got a song called I'm Healing. Um... She has a song called uh, Self-Hatred. She got a song called Therapy. She has a song called Gentle Reminders. She got a song called Only You, The Jewel. I mean, she got some titles on here that are like, wow. But I want to play this song, I'm Healing. I played it a little bit before. But listen to these lyrics. Like, I think y'all will be able to relate to this song. Hey, hmm? I told you about power, right? Oh, yeah, he wants to talk to you. Okay, is that, should I give him your number? Sure, okay. Because, I mean, like, he really got it going on. Right. And, like, you know, he got the houses and mm-hmm. apartments, cars, all kind of stuff. Who is this brother? Okay, uh-uh, okay. here we come. Six five chocolate, gotta get my binoculars. I don't drink, but I'll take a vodka over the rocks. I'm spotting this brother watching, concocting his introduction. No windy coming, what I be a punk for running? Nah, I'ma keep on fronting. Give him my number, maybe I wanna talk this summer. For now, I ain't dealing with catching feelings. I'm healing from bad decisions from men in my past. Baggage tossed in the trash, or toxic waste. Been all of the time I wasted, so it ain't that I ain't feeling. You see, I'm the problem. Picked a few bad apples out the bunch that spoiled all of them. Rotten, but look, I'm recovering from my trauma. Still, I don't want no drama, so I'ma go play my. Yamaha. In the comfort of my own home, in my own zone, there's a difference between being lonely and being alone. With that, I say shalom. It was nice to make your acquaintance, but I'm taken by my damn self. Thank you. Some of these brothers look so appealing, but I'm healing. Making it hard to fight the feeling, but I'm chilling. Grants in the hands, got plans for millions. Ain't gold digging. Why civilize and respect his women? Now that's different. Ha, I got the inbox. Peace, earth, yo, your rhyme's hot. Do you have a second to talk? I'm like, why not? Asking if I got a God, I respond. Do you got a job, car, a house? Do you already have a spouse? Cause I don't go that route. Do you have a disability, mental or physically? Cause I got two or three personally. Have you ever been to prison? I figure how many children do you hit women? Impregnate, don't provide for, then dip on them. Are you a leader, a follower? Were you raised with a father or some other male role model that bothered? Do you love your mama? Do you have a sister? How was your relationship with them? Do you sell drugs? Do them or did them? Who's the original man? How far is the closest star from where we are to where we stand? Trick question. What's your net worth? Are you vegan or diseased? I should have asked first. You got as she needs. Now see, this won't work. Some of these brothers look so appealing, but I'm healing. Making it hard to fight the feeling, but I'm chilling. Grants in the hands, got plans for millions. Ain't gold digging. Why civilize and respect his women now that's different see you tripping what ashy knees yeah really 
Yes, I'm not doing it. check all the other boxes, mm-hmm. and you tripping on some ashy knees. I'm saying. When I'm the not... last time you lotion your ashy knees, though? Mecca, don't start I'm saying. With... Don't start with We don't right even now. see your knees. You got them covered up all the time. Yeah, and... How we don't know it ain't Christmas addicts under that marble? You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. That's just ridiculous. I swear. Can't take you nowhere. Shut up. Yeah, so... That is in Jerry Earth. That song was called I'm Healing. And I was just saying, I was saying before that um, I like that song because for me, I think she kind of named like named like all the challenges that she had. You know what I'm saying? With like different guys or like I'm trying to put that in a different way because then because that kind of puts the blame like on the guy although we don't want to take away accountability, but in terms of like uh, in the land of power and women having their power and women making choices, I will say that um, in that song, what I hear is that um, she acknowledges that there have been some choices that she made that, um, weren't the best for her or that she would want to do some different choices. Like, what did you guys hear in that song? Or um, what did you hear? I heard that, but I was really stuck. Not stuck, but I was like um, daydreaming about that trick question part, you know. Which one? About the um, how many... Uh, uh, wait, what did she say? Shoot. She, she said, said um, what's the distance of the closest planet to where you are and where you stand right right the, or yeah. something like that yeah 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 so i was like dang okay we know the sun 93 million miles away mm-hmm. but is she talking about her standing in front of you you know because mm-hmm. like every man and woman is a star you know she's mm-hmm. trying to see where his head mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. i was just yeah I was yeah to yeah yeah figure that out like dang okay yeah. she lit yeah she <laughs> yeah 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 did what were, were you able to like think about that in that way or what were your thoughts i was um dang i just lost my train of thought again i did like that part i thought the trick question part was funny but i also just heard her like maintaining self-control um the hook was just about how tempting it is to like you know start a bond with someone but she's like no you know i got work to do let me get back let me focus yeah back to this and then i'll check with y'all later Mm -hmm. but while i'm here let me quiz you real quick (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 she's sweet she's cold i really like that song too yeah like so she was in the in the film eight mile Mm -hmm. and um she's considered like a legend here in detroit like a like she's amazing when um we had our weekly women in hip hop event she actually performed at our event Th- shouts out to DJ Los who brought her and boss so i was like woohoo but yeah she um she tore it up i think there's some video footage of her there um doing her thing but um She's like a great writer and a thinker. She's a mother um, and, you know, independent artist, entrepreneur. Um, She's also a teacher, you know, um, 
And yeah, so it's interesting because like when people think of like Detroit MCs or like if you were to say like a woman as an MC, I think a lot of people think of like a certain like what's the word I want to say? Person. Or like aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like people think of a certain aesthetic. And I think that this is also a Detroit aesthetic, but um there aren't like as many as what you would say, like visit like people that are super visible. You know what I mean? Like kind of sharing um in this way, like as a you know, manifesting as like a rapper. You know what I mean? You'll see it, um, but people might like, I don't know, like own a juice bar or something. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. they might <laughs> like do something like completely different. But yeah, as a as a rapper, like I really appreciate her. Um, her kind of like, you know, um, staying true to herself. Because like, if you check her catalog, like this is who she's been like the whole time. Like, she's not like, oh, you know what? Let me do some woke stuff because, like, woke is kind of lit right now. Like, nah, she's been like this since the 90s. You know what I mean? St. Andrews, if y'all know about the history of St. Andrews and all that. But any hootie rooty tootie, I want to p- play another one. Um, I want to play... I want to play this one, um, therapy. It's a little bit different. I was gonna ask you to play that too. Yeah, I'm gonna play therapy. All right, so here's um, did I turn it up? Okay, yeah. All right, here's therapy. scaring me visions be tragic and graphic catastrophes the thoughts of savagery and that ain't me i'm only human consume the same movies and music you do modern day voodoo accessible through youtube and uh, my life ain't been no walk in the park at the same time my life ain't been no swimming with sharks or stabbing knives in the dark heart racing pacing patient on the pavement pain is painted in my brain from things i've seen or was it just a nightmare yeah i had a dream and it was beautiful but somewhere in between the scene got brutal when one flew over the cuckoo gave them pseudo pharmaceuticals to soothe you rudimentarily school a fool or two abuse you with black magic crime target white jacket stock market crash like symbols can it be that it was all so simple hijacking a low budget with no substance we living in the days of revelations and it really got me bugging I'm gonna need some therapy. Yes, 
peace, I'm gonna need some therapy. Help me, help me, therapy, 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 therapy. So I think um, for this one, I'm not sure. I have to like try to ask her, but I think she may have also done the production. And it's like, for me, when I hear that song, it's like the song itself has like a certain like sound to it, like a certain like, what's the word I'm trying to say? I want to say like cry for help or like um, despair draught or like despair in it like you know what i mean like it's like you can almost like hear her like trying to call out or almost like calling out for help or something i don't know that's what i hear like what did you guys think in in that song at all yeah same like the same kind of thing in the production Mm -hmm. it had like almost like a creepy sound like like as if she was in an asylum or something it was Mm. haunting yeah it had a haunting sound to it right Mm -hmm. She's cool. Yeah, and I think that's what makes me think about like black trauma. Like what does black trauma sound like? Like the sound of black trauma, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the in the production. And then like again, you know, she had so you'd have to listen to the song at least like 15 more times in order to like dissect like everything that she was saying in the song, but yeah. That was my first thought. I gotta hear that again, you know. But um, I like her versatility. I'm just yeah. Listening. She's like she's her, mm-hmm. but her capability mm-hmm. is it's like no way you could box that in. It's it's, it's amazing. She's yeah. she's incredible. So yeah, that's in Jerry Earth. I wanted to share that with y'all because she is um a Detroit MC. She's a Detroit woman MC. She's a pioneer. She's a legend. She has a new project and definitely wanted to um, put that out there and let y'all know to go and check her out. And we'll put it in the um, description of the show as well. So, yeah. So, okay. So let's dig one in. I had a couple of topics that I pulled up, but before, well, okay. So there's so much going on before we... Before we do any of that, though, definitely wanted to just honor um, Regina King. You know, um, I hate to say that she lost her son. Um, She gained an ancestor in her son and... um, yeah, that is pretty painful to be a mother and your child becomes an ancestor. So just want to send her some love. And yeah, just send her a lot of love. And what is what is her son's name? Did you say Elijah? Mm-mm, Ian. Or Ian? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to, um, thank you. So, 
I'm going to give much gratitude to Ian for your life and everything you brought here to the planet and the joy that you gave your mother, the pride that you gave your mother, the time that you spent with your mom, and just give you much gratitude for your life and all of your contributions. So, Ashe. Yeah, and just so much love to you, Regina King. Um, just so much love to you. It's like, uh, that's a lot. Just want to send you lots of healing love right now. Oh, and also along the, those lines, I want to um, give some love to um, our brother Yusuf Shakur. If you've seen um, the Detroit is Different podcast with him, it was an episode that was out, I think, a week or two ago. That was like a trending episode on the Detroit is Different podcast. And Yusuf just lost his mom last week. So I want to give... Um, Yusuf's mom just uh, appreciation, gratitude for your life, for all that you brought to the planet, for all that you did while you were here, for raising Yusuf, who is a great warrior in our community. And um, thank you for your life. And just want to give much gratitude for all that you had gone through a lot of struggles and a lot of triumphs, you know. Um, we watched some of your journey through your son that he would share on the Facebook page and just so much gratitude to you. So, um, and a lot of love to Yusuf because um, I see you on, on social media and it's a bit difficult for you right now, so. Just want to send you some love as well. Appreciate you, Yusuf. Um, so, Ashe. 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 Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this is a <clears throat> an opening time, you know. Um, I mean, people are always coming and going. But definitely when you know people that are coming and going, it's a portal time, you know. And a time for, you know, things to be open and closed. So, just want to give honor and gratitude to all the spirits that are going and coming at this moment. Um, so thank you. So um, there were like so many stories that happened that I would love to talk about. Okay. So number one, did y'all watch the Janet Jackson thing? I haven't. I just heard. You guys didn't watch feedback. it? Nah. It's okay. But <laughs> so I'll just say briefly that um, I watched it with my cousin. But what's interesting, when I say watch, that could be deceiving because it would have you believe that I was actually like watching it myself. No, no, no. I was at home in the bed and she had it on her phone and I was listening and we were on Zoom. <laughs> and I was just listening through the phone like, you know, while she played it and then we were like talking about it. So that we could like watch it like together. Anyway, I know that's crazy. But um, she claims to have dispelled the rumors that she had a mystery baby with James DeBarge. I don't know, y'all. I mean, I'm going to trust that Janet is telling the truth, but I am going to admit that 
I am a child of the seventies and the eighties, and I remember that time period. I'm just gonna say that I'm gonna honor whatever Janet says about her body and her life. That's the most respectful <laughs> thing that I could do in this moment. <laughs> that's all I got for you. Is that that's evolved? I didn't go deep into that, huh? No, <laughs> no just let's just. Put it right there. <laughs> well, well, whatever. Okay, and um, she also talked about how she doesn't think that you know Michael Jackson was guilty of um any of what he was accused of doing. <laughs> you know, we never know, do we? Like, I mean, I mean, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. Let me let y'all know that. Number, I think I'm way up there. I told y'all I fainted at the concert when I was 15 or 16, what? whenever I went to the my first Michael Jackson concert. And what year was that? 87, 88. I don't know. Whatever year that, 86, whatever year that was. Um, I love Michael Jackson. And I he, he stays on heavy rotation. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I'm unsure... Um, I mean, let me just say, um, what do I think? I, I think, well, for sure we know that those two guys came forward and said that they lied on Oprah. That was, that's a fact. Remember those two guys, they came out and said that they lied, but there were more than just, it was more than just like the, the, those two guys that, that made those claims. Um, you ever seen the Michael Jackson footage from my kids, like nieces and nephews, and everybody's there? I have seen. So Brittany asked if we'd seen the Michael Jackson footage of his nieces and nephews and everyone there. Is this the footage after his death? Is that what that, or is before his death? Footage where it's not just random kids. Like when he had the random kids there, it would be like his nieces and nephews would be there too. Like he wouldn't just have just random kids there. That's what you're saying. So uh, what Brittany is saying is that it wasn't that there were kids just by themselves there that all, many of the other nieces and nephews, Michael Jackson's nieces and nephews were there with those children mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, um, God rest his soul. Michael Jackson is so weird that he's not with us. Um, you know, I I hope that he didn't do any of those things. Um, that's all I got. I just I hope he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like we'll we'll never know, will we? No, we could look at that chart though. You know, he was a Virgo, but he had a lot of energy concentrated in Leo, and Leo is heavily associated with children. So not to say he did anything with them like inappropriate, but he did have a natural love. You know. With, for children, which a lot of people do, which is, you know, that's dope. Especially, like, if you find a teacher who, like, really wants to see children succeed or something, you know, and they care about them above and beyond the average person, that whole type of, um, you know, mentality can be found in his chart, you know. But his was more so, like, the fun because his childhood was stripped from him, obviously, yeah. you know. So that could have been, like, you know, some time to fill in the blanks. Yeah, or, or wanting to see that other people got a chance or just uh, what do you call that stunted growth stunted immaturity or stunted emotional 
you know, maturity. I mean, because he was sheltered, right? Because if you think about it, he'd been in the entertainment business, like at Motown from a child, and then grew up literally in front of the world on TV mm-hmm. as TV became a bigger thing because TV was like the internet. You know, it wasn't like this big thing and then it became this major thing. And so he grew up like in front of the world and then he grew up having to be an entertainer for others. So having to have an image for others and all of that, you know, um, lack of privacy or whatever. And at the same time, having the pressures of having to be this public persona. And so, you know, while not, being allowed to get any sort of time to do personal development, you know, like that's something that, you know, happens to a lot of public figures, you know, it's no time for public, for um, personal development. And so, you know, your socialization is kind of, you know what I mean? Socialized, um, mm-hmm. not like socially or whatever, you know what I mean? You're socialized like, um, to you're taught to like perform or to like be this person in front of others is very performative personality. And so, um, yeah, like there's also no like time that you're away from that. I mean, unless you're not popular or you're not doing music or whatever, where you get a chance to just like withdraw from that and then either dig go more internal or something but he was such he he's i think beyonce has gotten to that level but he was our first like megastar i mean so there was i guess for white folks they had elvis but he was for everyone you know what i'm saying Elvis was on that michael jackson level though for white folks i mean back in the 50s he was okay yeah for but but Michael Jackson, okay, usurped him, right? And he was for all. Okay. For everyone all over the world. Because, like, for everywhere you go, like, all over the world, there's Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like I said, I think Beyonce is that now, right? Um, There's a few. Rihanna's kind of that now, maybe. You'd be surprised. I'm a Rihanna. I like I like she be putting our bangers and all of that, but I don't know if she touching Beyonce. <laughs> no, no, no. Not touching Beyonce, but I just mean in the land of like if you say Michael Jackson, like everyone knows who he is. It just also happens that everyone loves his music too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we'll never get another Michael. I haven't yeah. felt nothing like that. Nothing. Wow. I mean, uh, he was um he was that amazing. When he was a baby. That's crazy. He was that amazing. Like that same amazing was there. Like that was the spark. He was he that was him. I think at this point, people try to cultivate that, but it's so contrived. Mm-hmm. His was like so remember I played that Oh no, I didn't play the Michael Child stuff. I played the Stevie Child stuff. There's some Michael Child stuff and it's very similar. And he's now, 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 okay. I just thought about something. Now that Motown thing did grow kids up real fast. And so the kids were in <clears throat> worlds of a, of adults, like going on tour and 
having to be mature and having to, you know, because they're business people, basically, you know, they're just in the music business, but they're business people. So they have to act professionally and accordingly. So I think, um, yeah, like m many of them were put in situation. That's why, I mean, that's why if you, I'm, I'm going to switch right now and talk about a different kid, but that's why if you see in the studio 54, pictures you'll see like brooke shields was like a little girl like in studio 54 like smoking weed and drinking drew barrymore was like me and her are the same age she was partying like in studio 54 like as a child you know what i'm saying now you know you think about the motown reviews like stevie wonder was on those motown reviews michael jackson was on those motown reviews they were children like touring with the rest of these adults mm -hmm. and tour life is like, Ooh, especially like, I mean, whenever it is, but tour life is like debauchery. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it all goes down on tour, mm -hmm. you know, and is think like of like the fifties and the no, no, the sixties. Wow. And they were they were children, you know, like on tour. I mean, in 2022 we'd say, "Oh, that's inappropriate." But in I don't know, 60 whatever, that was like the cost of doing business with Motown. That's wild, yo. Mm. To like think about, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Well, okay, so we can move on from there. I had a few other um Oh, what was another one I wanted to tell y'all? So the Gucci store is coming to the, to downtown. Do y'all know about that? Yeah. Ah, Asa, what, what is that about? <laughs> hey, I, I like Gucci, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I want to see um, eventually these spaces occupied by, you know, my people. That's all. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They get money, they can stay on the internet. It's going to be on the corner of like Library Street, like right across from the YMCA. It's gonna be like right on the corner. So what are they building right there on Woodward and what is that, Grand River? Grand no, Grand River is on the other side. You're okay. talking about at the Hudson site? Mm-hmm. That's Dan Gilbert's building. That's gonna be the tallest building in Detroit. It's gonna be like mixed use. <laughs> it's gonna be mixed use, so it's gonna be like it needs to be high rise condos and we shopping. Need more parking right there. Like the Z lot is not enough. We need more parking right there. Especially if they're gonna continue to like make Woodward what it is and just that whole little area. For me, you know what's interesting? I've read so many articles in the last, I don't know, like fifteen years or whatever, that say that part of what's wrong is that these skyscrapers mm -hmm. and that um, skyscrapers are like dinosaur, like a thing of the past and like that they, um, you know, they take up too much space and that, you know, it's like an old concept, like a mall. And that's why you had like, you know, the Renaissance center that was like sitting there forever, like about 70% of the Renaissance center is empty. I know. Yeah. And now he's going to build like this next skyscraper that's supposed to be the tallest building in Detroit. It's going to be taller than the Renaissance Center. 
And what's interesting to me, I think about it or I think about conceptually like being like, I think of myself like if I were in those meetings and he was like, I'm going to build this big tall building. And and I would have brought him like all that data to be like, you know, globally, all the economists and everyone are saying that like skyscrapers are like you should you should get away from that. And I would have I would have even though I'm not a Dan Gilbert person. I would have been like, oh, you want to spend your money? Like, go long. Like, go up Woodward. Do you know what I mean? That's a scarier idea. Expand and, like, <laughs> build up. Or, like, invest up. Right? Like, if I if I were, you know, the one with the bag, I mean, I'd be investing up. Because if you go up, there's all these opportunities for like shopping there's opportunities for you know building um you know livable spaces and you know they talk about making detroit more walkable if you built up woodward that would make it way more walkable because like for the most part you really can't walk down woodward too much there's a couple of places where you can walk but for the most part it's like there's really nothing for you to do there. And it's like supposed to be like a main artery of the city. I mean, there's, okay, if you go to Highland Park, they have the shopping center, right? But what do you have there? Like Foreman Mills and what? Like like the grocery store? Glory, Glory Supermarket. Yeah. yeah. And just like, and, and then, I don't know, was it Payless or something? But it's like, the, and then like the Weave spot, but like if you go so if you go north of that, well you do have the water station, you do have um like what is it called? Like Dolce Vito or something like that, that restaurant, that Italian restaurant that's mm-hmm. over there. Um it's like all hidden little restaurant that's over there. Fancy schmancy. Okay. I went glow, there like some neon lights or something at nighttime. No. No, no it's like hidden. Beyond the water station going mm, there. No, if you go more towards six mile. On the same side of the street as the water station, more towards Six Mile. I went to an Obama fundraiser there, and it was all these fancy, schmancy people there. It was for his 2012 run, mm. but I don't know. It's it's I think it's called Dolce Vita or something like that. I forgot the name yeah, of it. And Pride too. Where's oh, that? Yeah. Seven Mile and Woodward. Mm-hmm. What is that? I keep hearing about it. The best story. A little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. ignorant. The show. The show. Yeah. Shout out to Pride. I still had a solar. Um, solar well, you got to go on the mic. Yeah. I still had a solar power book signing, right? Yeah. For your book. For, yep, mm-hmm. yep. <sighs> I, I, I've heard Brittany talk about Pillar and Pride, but you I've never been there. there. I love that story. Okay, Black so Pillar and Pride. Okay, family owned. Okay, it's, yeah. Wait, but it. is it is it is it is it the one next to the water station? Uh uh-uh. Oh, it's, that's not that place. It's, it's no, on no, the no, other no. side of that. What is it? A BP right there? It's yeah, literally on the at other side of that BP. Where, Where that McDonald's used to be is behind there. Hmm. Close to the water station. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, what's on the other side? The strip club is on the other side, and then if you go down, what is that? A laundromat or a something and then when you go down it starts to get like abandoned and stuff and then mm-hmm. there's yeah, some churches right. right across the street from each other yeah palmer park, mm-hmm. palmer park well that's going the other way that's up true. more north mm-hmm. yeah but i was talking about if you're going like down okay. past six mile and then um it gets scary because 
like it's really you know not built up let's just say that and it (laughs) you know um but i think if i don't know for me i'm like you're gonna spend the money on this high rise right you still have to convince people to um come live in it or to come put some some retail and some shopping in there and truth be told they haven't built up enough like if i had coin and i first of all if i had real coin like that i wouldn't be living in a high rise i'd be mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying let's just put it keep it a buck but for a mentality i'm trying to think okay the mentality of a person has got coin but they make a choice that they want to live in a high rise. In 2022, when you have so many choices, you could live so much better than living in some high rise. It's like, That's think like about a it. young, rich person thing. But even just, like, just to say that you have to wait it. for the elevator every day. Yeah. You know how annoying that is? Waiting for an elevator every day? Look at Brittany. The elevator fix it lady is like, girl. Don't you talk about no elevator. No, you're not <laughs> wrong. Especially if it goes down too. I'm thinking like if you lived above floor. Okay, what's the highest floor you'd walk to if you lived there? Now, me, I've lived on the sixth floor. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say. No and I've walked up and down, floor. up and down. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think living, let's say like I live on the 18th floor. Let's say I live, let's say I live on the 52nd floor. Let's say I live on like the 145th floor. How many floors is it? Um, God forbid you're injured. How, how many Where? floors is the uh, the Renaissance? A hundred and something? Uh, I think 120. Okay, so if this building's going to be taller, it's got to be like 121 or, one t- or 150. They, they were saying that, I think at some of the drawings, because we bid on those elevators. I think on some of the drawings, they were Wait, saying, go more into the mic. They were saying that it was kind of impossible to actually make it taller than the Renson, but I, I I think I don't know where the debate ended. I think it's still debatable if it's going to end up taller than the Renson, but it was for sure his goal. He was in meetings like Roman mm-hmm. style. I want the tallest <laughs> building in the city. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it like, if I had coin, I would not be wanting to wait for no elevator Mm-mm. every day. I'm tired. I'm there Doing that doesn't stuff. mean that they wouldn't buy it to make it an Airbnb or even rent it out to someone else. Maybe that in Toronto or not, the high rises. Yeah, like, like, the, the high rises in Toronto. It'll be an investment or, or property. Yeah, for Airbnb people. for sure. Yeah. So and then because it's new, hell yeah, it'll be Airbnbs up in there. I guess the strength of the newness and the I guess around it. Because I'm thinking about it, like why would I? Why would I want to take some elevator? Unless they wanted to stay downtown, like say they went to like, I don't know, a Tigers game or even, I don't know, something at like Little Caesars or something. They just didn't feel like going back to whatever suburb their main house is in. Yeah, there's a a building like that. That's on where where a guy bought the building, renovated it, doesn't have a tenant, but he has like a loft. So him and his wife come in town and they'll check on the building or go to a game and then they'll just stay the night in their loft mm-hmm. so there are a lot of people living doing funky things but detroit has 1.2 million dollar listings in corktown too i know this is crazy 
They have they have the uh, million dollar listings in um, what is it, Brush Park, <laughs> but it's still not safe. No, you gonna pay a million dollars and live over there? Oh heck, you know. Like you're saying there's so many different ways to live right now in 2022. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm not trying to laugh at people, but I'm like, you're gonna pay a one. First of all, let's talk about how janky, not janky, but just cheap the construction is of these places. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same building. Like I can't tell the difference between that and the and the project apartments that's over the digs homes. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious, right? Like it's pretty much the same. Only thing is they gave them some plants and a fake front yard and but everything's the same. Like it looks the same, everything's the same. And I'm like, wow, that stuff is like still that cheap stuff where you could hear through the wall. It's not even like made well. Everything is just like super home depot. No, 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 no sneak this to Home Depot, but it's like if I'm making a uh Dina says if I have to um, carry bags of groceries or a child beyond the third floor, I don't want it. Right. You know, and it's like you pay a million. Okay, let's say I'm a millionaire. Let's say we're millionaires. I'm not I'm not living in a high rise. Yeah, it's like I want some land. I want some grass, some greenery. I want to grow my food Um, and shouts out to Dina. Shouts out to you, Dina. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I was thinking, too, about what you mentioned about Pluto, mm-hmm. you know, uh, coming back around. Um, and I was thinking that people like Dan or whoever, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know, having big money, that doesn't equate to having a high-frequency mentality or mm. being in tune, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So someone like him would be the perfect example of someone that's basically still building and trying to construct based off of the old paradigm that's mm. obviously, you know, getting put to shame and crumbling, you know, right before our eyes. Mm. So you're just, uh, you know, for lack of better words, I don't want to put you in a box and say you're just a futurist or anything, but you are so in tune that you can see into the future and what's necessary and what's mm. best for the people. Other people like that, they are literally building off of those old ways of thinking. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's how I see it, based on what you said so far. You know, you just I mean, in a different league. He, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but thank you, my brother. But yeah, I'm just thinking like a skyscraper just doesn't seem useful in 2022. I mean, well, not in Detroit. Now, we do have people that watch from all over the world. Now, New York is different because New York, they can only build up. And we're talking Manhattan, too, because... In other boroughs and other parts of New York City, people are building, you know, this way. But Detroit has so much land mm-hmm. and fertile land and open land and vacant land. A skyscraper just it seems use it seems like a useless idea to like put all of that energy in like this like tiny geographical, like narrow space and then go up. And like, there still isn't a, around the area, right? Around the area, there still isn't really any support for there to be even a reason for someone to even to live in that skyscraper, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. there isn't like a viable like ecosystem around there. Now, I think what their mentality is, is they, they're thinking, 
well, we're going to build the skyscraper and then we'll fill it up. And those people will create the ecosystem that's going to be the neighborhood. But really, Detroit is such a place that people just get in their car and, and it's a destination place. So people get in their car and they go wherever, right? So I can imagine whoever's going to move in a skyscraper, I doubt they're going to do much walking because as soon as they come downstairs and let's say you live there, let's say you have like, I don't know, five, 10 stores inside your building. Once you hit those five to 10 stores, like once or twice, you're going to be trying to see what, what else is around there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And as soon as you step your butt, like right around there, you might be able to go to a couple of places but there's not too much, you know what I'm saying, like around there to do. Yeah. Um, they just haven't built up that they as much as people talk about that Dan Gilbert's done all this whatever, it still isn't built up or like interesting. Mm -mm. To to like wanna for me, like to wanna live there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go okay. to the Y and that's the most interesting thing that's downtown to me. Besides my co-working space at Bamboo, but <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, there were so many, uh, you know, like stories. So I know, I, I don't know if y'all checked any of this. I'm just going to run these stories down. So there's this tech company that moved from Cali to Detroit and they're going to specialize in building security robots. I need us to talk about this, not tonight, but I need y'all to research this and talk about this because if anybody's listening, I want y'all to look up something called big dog. There's big dog and there's little dog. And, um, I don't know if folks know what, do y'all know what DARPA is? Is the department of defense. And basically they make all these like intelligent weapons. And um, they had big dog and little dog back in like 2007, but they're basically like these kind of um, robots that can go in all terrain that have articulated limbs and they can go on like, they can feel, they can run, they can like seek, detect, um, and now they, I mean, come on, that's 2007 is a long time ago. Now they've perfected it. And what I saw when I looked up the art, this article is that this particular security company has some of those security robots. So I want us to all research that because okay. that scared the bejesus out of me. Because <laughs> these, look up these robots. This is pretty scary stuff um let's see what's another one um doo -doo, oh um a woman named um nicole colber so um she's the managing partner of the cir group and um she brought together 50 black women-owned businesses representing 200 million dollars in revenue to form the bow collective which is a they describe it as a groundbreaking organization of black women business owners who partner together and compete for large-scale contracts in both the public and private sectors that's something that britney's always talking about um partnering up and like doing business together or like, what do you call that? Like 
seeking syncing up like transformers and going and doing business together i don't know did you did y'all see this article i only saw it from the spreadsheet yeah i checked it out yesterday yeah um i don't know y'all have thoughts or y'all need to dig into it a little more yeah i'd like Um, to research some research that some more yeah what about you I just thought it was inspiring from what I read, you know. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice um, prototype like event right now to you know spearhead a lot of stuff for like the youth. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, cause like they get a chance to learn. That's something too that a lot of um, it's changing. It's 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 slowly changing, but I think historically you know, black people and black women have not had the opportunity to think of how to collaborate, to go after contracts. And that's why we see in a, in business a lot of times, it's you see a lot of cutthroatness. And that is the nature of capitalism. And that's the nature of like the beast. And it's just replicated, right? Like, in the black community, if you will, but, you know, it's it had been that way. Um, because that's the way folks felt that there was a necessity to be that way. But um, clearly, you know, she's figured out a way so that everyone can benefit, everyone can eat while we be strategic in going after these huge contracts that are going to have a lot of money and benefit like a lot of people. Like how do we negotiate and like work our stuff out? so that we can do business together. But I want to throw that to y'all because when I went to Brazil and I stayed in Brazil with um, a black indigenous um, community that lived in the Amazon, lived off the land, and they were fighting against their government who is um, trying to put missiles in the middle of the Amazon. Why? you would want to put a missile or missile base in the middle of the Amazon sounds psychotic to me because that's one of the seats of creation. It's one of the seats of much of our um, world's like resources that, you know, are really important to us. However, they've been fighting and fighting against this. And so um, long story short, um, I got a chance to sit in on some of their meetings and, they have they have a, a they're tribal people, but they have um, they've organized themselves, and they organize themselves like over time. So it's been at least like twenty years or twenty something years that they have been um, coming together, learning about each other, and they're not just like one people. So I don't want to make it sound like they're like a monolith. Like they are multiple tribes, but they're black indigenous tribes that are from brazil and if you know anything about brazil um it was a struggle because the black folks there fought against the portuguese in like the 1700s and although they do speak portuguese there um they have a lot of their um what we would describe as african um like cultural traits, right? So they have a lot of the rhythms, you know, um, 
the drum, you know, a lot of the spices, the food, the dances, a lot of the, you know, cultural aspects, some of the, um, the, the, the Yoruba, you know, the natural practices and things like that. But any hootie, rooty, tootie, um, got a chance to stay with, you know, uh, one of the tribes and got a chance to meet some of the other tribes. And I asked them, you know, because I was like, you know, in the States, we don't really have like, they say we have movements here, but we don't really have movements here. Not like, let me tell you something. When I was in Brazil and Chile and South America and all that, these folks, when I'm telling you they fought against their government, their po militarized police government in tanks with all types of, you know, technological weaponry and surveillance like all this stuff these folks are just in the bush with like their herbs they walk barefoot you know what i'm saying like they make their houses their self you know they make their clothing like completely live off the nature and they are winning they are winning their fight against their tyrannous govern government and if you know anything about like bolsonaro and all that right wing you know uh takeover in brazil they kind of had you know a trump situation but um and and you know these folks that rule the world man they're trying to kill everybody um with their wars and their crazy gmo food and control of everything but what's interesting is what I learned from them is how they were able to organize themselves. And so, you know, you're talking like self-governance, you're talking about self-determination, you're talking about um, people who are of a different culture. Like they're the same in a land of like, they're Brazilian, they're black, they, they, some might identify as native, some might identify as black, you know, more Afro, some might identify, um, they have different types of tribes because, you know, in Brazil, they've got like, is it 106 different ethnic groups? Mm. And so like somebody looks like me and somebody looks like Asa, like we're deaf. We'd be a different ethnic group from one another. Or like somebody looks like me, somebody looks like you, Deja. We'd be a different ethnic group from one another. Or like me and, you know, Brittany, we'd be a different ethnic group or you and Brittany be a different ethnic group. You and Asa be a different ethnic group or Kari. And what's interesting about that is here in the States, we're all black. Mm -hmm. Like we might do the whole light skin, dark skin thing, good hair, bad hair. But we consider ourselves the same culture. We might just like not identify if someone's, you know, if we think they're ghetto or bougie or whatever. But they're think about it they they have a like almost like i think it's 106 classifications um based on different you know um migrations and cultural things um but i'm saying that to say that here how we you know say oh you know we can't get along we can't you know um if people are in the christian church you know what i mean they're not going to organize with people that are you know, not in the church, right, that are in the street or, you know, if they're in the mosque or if they're in business or if they're in technology or if they're in government or if they're in education, you know. So for us here, we find all these ways for us to, like, 
not have things in common for us to work together, which is interesting because we all kind of like, in a sense, we all kind of like identify as like the same people, more or less. Mm-hmm. Whereas like theirs, like, um, they identify positively as their class in a way. So it's like, yeah, we're poor. So we need to stick together because, you know, we need to protect our land. You know, we need to protect our territories. We can't allow, you know, the government to come in and do this to like our land and our territories. And they are fighting like with like machete and like herbs and like magic i mean that sounds crazy but they are winning it's like wow and isn't that how haiti won the same way haiti won (laughs) the same way haiti won right Mm -hmm. yeah and it's interesting because right now you know um if you think about it like many of us can't live without like the society like the way it is and can't even imagine like many of us don't like we think about like if we if you own a house right you think about like your house like your land but you don't really think about like your neighbor's land or like this way that way that way that way right like to protect all of that together right people kind of think about it like my house and my thing i got me and mine but they have been working like i said over like 20 something years to come together to have these conversations about how are we going to come together to protect our land to protect our water to protect our you know way of life to protect our culture and they they have businesses together they um they make decisions together um they have something there's like a cola nut and then this cola nut is in a lot of beauty products and there's a company called um l'oreal there's a huge um you know um beauty company and l'oreal does business with this tribe Mm. for their cola nut and they have representatives you know that they go and they have principles and things and the representatives you know fight for them and you know on their behalf and but they actually like tell them you know like what to do what to say so they're able to like take that revenue and like maintain you know um the financial piece in a way, but like, and make those decisions together. And I think about like, um, that's, that's their survival. You know what I mean? Like that's how they're surviving. And I think about like here in the States, um, my, my friend, she came from Salvador and I took her around and I showed her Detroit and I was showing her like, different places and I was like telling her what's the hood and this and that and she was like that's the hood and I was like yeah she's like but they have a house they have a brick house I was like yeah she was like they don't see what they have they have a huge brick house and they have land Hmm. and I was just like 
yeah, like they don't see that. <laughs> you know, and she just couldn't. She she didn't believe me. She didn't believe that she was in the hood. And I, when I'm telling you the hood, I took her over there by the murder mat, and um, she was like, uh, shocked. Yeah, no, those are big houses. She was shocked because she was like, she couldn't believe that that was the hood, and it made me think like, yeah, when I went through that neighborhood, I was like, for the first time, rather, I was like. <laughs> what? It's very beautiful over there. Very well architected homes, like brick. Yeah, very nice. But Still, it's the hood. Day, I know. Like tragic. Not even like the hood. Like you trying to be hood. No, it's actually the hood. But what was interesting is she was like, you know, shocked that people. She was like, they have all of this. And I was just like, yeah, they don't they don't think of it as that they have, right? Number one, they don't think of it as they have as an owner. And the second part is they don't think that they have all of this. They don't think that the that it's all of this. They think of it like that it's trashy or that it's terrible or that it's disgusting. They can't see the beauty of it. They can't see the beautiful grass they can't see the beautiful brick home because there's so much memories of trauma Mm. from boo got murdered on this corner or this happened or that happened you know or if you accidentally look at someone this could happen to you or i have to watch my back so i can't walk and like enjoy beauty and appreciate it because i gotta be on point alert swivel (laughs) you know what i'm saying if i'm walking around here (laughs) or driving you know what i'm saying so yeah but anyway we could go all down that'll be another another day for more topics um and then just a couple more oh um this the the guy from Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary. He invested a hundred thousand dollars in a um women's apparel business after he called her a crazy chicken and made her cry. Did y'all see that? No. Only on the spreadsheet. So only a hundred thousand. That's all his word to call me a chicken to make me cry. <laughs> I need more. No. Um. Yeah. I mean. So the. On the one part, you know, they got to sell advertising on that show. So they got to do like drama controversy. On another side, there's that is a capitalist world where people talk to each other crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that business world. They That's how they talk to each other. They just talk crazy to each other. But then on the flip, I'm thinking like, good for her that she's able to get investment in her business. But then my, you know, my brain goes to. How much does he own? You know me. You know what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> how much does he own of the business? You know he. That's how they all think. They have to have ownership, like real ownership. I'm thinking for a hundred thousand, he probably has a good forty percent at least, maybe sixty, between forty and sixty somewhere in there. If I had to guess, I don't know. It's a, it's crazy, right? Yeah. We need to look that up. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. Okay. 
Um, oh, Ava, another story. Ava DuVernay and Venus Williams and a bunch of other people um, are honored by the Smithsonian's Natural Portrait Gallery. So if y'all don't know about the natural, the, um, the National Portrait Gallery, it's a very, very prestigious um, photography gallery that's in the Smithsonian. And the Smithsonian is one of the like crown jewels of culture. There's so much like the Dilla is um, um, exhibit is there. There's, I mean, so many artifacts, historical books, just so much is there. So the portrait gallery is this photography gallery where um, they have like, you know, world renowned um, portrait photographers take pictures of really prominent people who have um, made a significant contribution or shifted culture in some type of way. So that's pretty significant in the photography world, in the art world, in the world in general. So just wanted to bring that to y'all. Um, congrats to them, though. That's huge. Yeah, congrats to them. That's really huge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As women. Like, so if you go through the natural through the National Portrait Gallery, it, you'll you'll see the evolution. So you'll see them, and um, I don't know. We should take a trip to go there, like all of us, right? We could see all that. We could see like the Dilla exhibit and see these. We should let's let's figure out when to go. That'd be fun. Yeah, we could do a show there or something. The Portrait Gallery, W. Oh. Piper Carter vlog. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think all of y'all would really um, enjoy it. Because it's like the Smithsonian is like, wow, yeah. It had like when you when you just think about the collection because it's it's a collection of culture. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Let's let's think about that. Okay, so just uh, two more, and then and then we well a couple more, and we get out of here. Okay. Um, breaking news. Excessive TV time is linked to heart risk in black folks. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Who didn't know that? Right. <laughs> I was like, is this news? <laughs> Especially if they're watching the news, probably. Mm. Stressful too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know my, my loved ones love the news, unfortunately. And I wish that they didn't. But... They feel the need to stay informed, and I'm like, no, not that way. I don't know, but I don't know. Just knowing how other families work and then, like, you know, extended relatives, it's all got to know what's going on. I find that the news scares the bejesus out of me. It definitely does. I don't like That's all they talk about is, like, this black guy did something. And he should be punished. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Programming. Like, mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know. The news is crazy. Um, local news. It's local news. That's crazy. Let's see what else is there. Uh, oh, this one is interesting. It says... Um, Michigan police officers are sued over targeting black athletes um, in a cover-up. Mm. That's not shocking, right? 
Hmm. That doesn't shock anyone. Um, oh, this is something I want us to focus on. Um, it says, see how black Americans are profiting and leading the new digital economy. Um, we should talk about that with Pilar, like next week. That'll be a good one too. That'll be a good one, right? Um, rapper Nas, um, uh, he uh, wait. So Google invests twenty million into African gaming publisher, right? So, did y'all see that story? Is that from a Nas collab? Like, did he um, get them? This is his that? investment. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know, he's been doing a lot of investments and stuff like that. Um, And then I have I have a couple for the misogyny report. Hmm? Internet went out. Did it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yikes. Wait, where do you see that? Or you see it on where you are? Mm-hmm. Because your, your Wi-Fi should be connected, but now it isn't. Oh, my Wi-Fi is off. Oh, mine disconnected. Is the show still recording though? This one on the um on the chip it is on the chip. But it's the streaming's off, of course, because we don't have connection. Okay, well, we can tell Kari. He can fix it. Yeah, so I'll just do a couple more, and then we can close the show out because I can use the audio. Um, So, yeah, so we have, okay, on our misogyny report, <laughs> I got a couple of them. So, one, I wanted to ask Deja and maybe also you, Asa. So, Benny the Butcher... Is a is a um song that he has with J Cole, is and I think it's called Johnny P's Caddy. Isn't isn't it new or something? Yeah, it's a new Everyone's song. Everyone's talking mm. about it. I haven't listened to it yet. I listened to I it. I love Benny the Butcher though. I know you love Benny the Butcher. That's why I chose it. <laughs> That's why I chose it. And you like J Cole. <laughs> No, I don't. Brittany. I thought you like. Oh no, Brittany, Brittany likes Chico. Okay, so that's the reason I chose it. So I wanted y'all to do the do a misogyny like temperature check. So maybe for next week. Okay. Like yeah. listen to it. <laughs> um, I save all my hip hop songs until I'm in like the right you know drive moment. To yeah. Really blast them so I can enjoy them and be like. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? Okay, and so then the last one which is kind of terrible. So Chris Brown um, is being sued for $20 million over allegedly drugging and raping a woman. What? Yeah. I read that article too. Yeah, you read that one? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you read from it? Uh, a young lady said that she was invited uh, to some, I think a yacht or some place he was at. I want to say P. Diddy's yacht, Puff, Puffy's yacht or something like that. And she said he was like real aggressive, slipped something in her drink. Next thing you know, you know, uh, she was putting on her clothes or something like that. But when I was reading it, I'm like, how did how do you remember all these detailed things? You know what I'm saying? If you were, you know, see what happened. This is what happens. Like it's like trauma, right? Like sometimes with trauma, you just have like snapshots, and then like there'll be certain things that you just remember. 
you know what I mean? And you just remember those things. And then what happens many times is that when a person is so traumatized and violated that they leave their body sometime. And so sometimes they're, they're there and they're going through motions and they're doing things, but they're, or, or maybe they're frozen or maybe they're going through things, but they're not present mentally fully like Mm -hmm. present in the body. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes they could either even become an observer of the self. Sometimes they could become a, okay, there's observer of the self, like the spiritual observer of self, but there's like the trauma observer of self where it's like the body or the mind has like a thing to like protect you when you get with the trauma. And so it will like, sometimes it'll shut off like certain parts of your like consciousness so you can survive. Okay. And so sometimes I'm not saying that I know that this happened. I'm just saying that sometimes psychology kind of. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people have like, okay, I like, I watched the Harvey Weinstein, um, all those documentaries and things. And a lot of what the women were saying was like, I was so scared that I was like frozen, but I remember this or I remember that. Do you know what I mean? Like they had memory of certain things to the point where, um, but, but they, but they, didn't feel that they had control. You know what I mean? So they were kind of like observing like he did this, he did that, but they they didn't feel as though they could control anything. Um, Have you seen the Bill Cosby documentary on Showtime? Not yet. Have you seen it? I started it. It's kind of going into what you, you're talking about now. They go into like that. With- Is it, what's his name? Is his name Bakari? I think so. He's that, a comedian. He's a Bakari, right? That's his name? Yeah, I only saw snippets and pieces of it, but I want to... Okay, let's watch that one and talk about that one. And let's let's go... Let's find out what's going on with this Chris Brown thing. Let's follow that. Because he's being sued, so um, there's going to be a case. So we'll get a chance to see maybe a trial. And then the very last thing that I wanted to say, did y'all see the Tasha K, Cardi B? Um, no. Who's what the happened? first lady? Tasha K. Is that the one who was dragging her about something? Yeah. Okay. So Tasha K is a YouTube um, blogger. That's how she's being described. Um, but she's big on YouTube. Um, and she said disparaging things about Cardi B and Cardi B had you know some some four years ago or whatever asked her DM'd her take that stuff down please it's not true and Tasha K refused about three different attempts or three or four different attempts that Cardi B made personally to her as well as her attorney sending the cease and desist letters and Tasha K refused. And then Cardi B, you know, sued her. So she just sued her for about $4 million. And um, 
it seems as though it may not be over. So Tasha K made a statement like a couple of days ago on her channel, like basically like refuting everything and saying that she thinks that, you know, the verdict was incorrect and this kind of thing. So um, I don't know she if lost. she can appeal. She lost and she has to pay Cardi B like four million. Ooh. And Cardi um, don't even need it. That's the crazy part. She could have avoided that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, she could have avoided it because when Cardi B sent her the cease and desist letter, she could have took down the videos. When she sent her the DMs, she could have took down the videos. But and the, the I'm going to tell you what's the more crazy part. I'm not going to say I could see, but I'll say I could see if the stuff that she was saying was true. Then I could see where she could kind of be like, no, I'm not taking nothing down. But this, she admitted in court that the stuff she was saying was lies and she was only saying it to p get paid off of it, to make money. Wow. Which is crazy to me. Like, so she was like, I was monetizing those videos. And it's like, she's so steadfast in her, in being convict convicted like that yeah like I was monetizing those videos it's like but they're not true and Cardi B claims that um, she became suicidal mm. and paranoid and fearful and all these other things and it caused her so much emotional distress and um, that's that move right there yeah but also, too, I mean, you know, if you're a public figure, like, that can be distressing. Definitely detrimental, too. For some, I mean, even if you're not a public figure, if you're just on social media and somebody say something crazy about you, you know what I mean? It will have you be like, what? Um, <laughs> it will. Like, it'll just send you into all types of frenzy. Like, that's not even true. reality, it doesn't even have to be on social media. Anybody even in reality. Just if someone say something you. that's not true, and you're like, <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> and. What? She said she she said that Cardi B had this transmittable um disease that's incurable, you know, and um she basically said that, you know, she that Cardi B said she caused her so much distress that she was afraid to um kiss her own children. And she went to go get a test to um you know see to make to to prove that she didn't have it and it's like that's pretty far you know what i mean like you like these lies are going that far and she couldn't take it down i'm just thinking like for me i'm thinking like what is going through a person's brain to be like let's tell lies and monetize them mm -hmm. i'm sure i mean it happens all the time right desperate but for someone to like make a decision and to be so convicted and be in court and be like, that's what I was doing. That is the part that's like, whoa, to me. But, you know, hey. It's the world we live in. That's the mentality that has been produced, you know, the domino effect from all that nonsense. I'm not even surprised. I shouldn't but be surprised. But yeah, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm like, I am, though. But you're right. Oh my god. Okay, so those were all the stories I had so far. Um 
I appreciate y'all like being here um and and you know spending time and uh all of that so um i guess we'll be back next week but um i just want to remind people that we do have the website pipercarterpodcast.com we also have um instagram and facebook piper carter podcast we're on the detroit is different podcast network so go to detroit is different dot net to listen to all the other shows detroit is different.com to read the blog and detroit is different on twitter instagram and facebook as well and you know what um go to the detroit is different website because you can still get an nft to be a part of the detroit is different podcast network family and support what we're doing oh and Piper Carter podcast. We also have a Patreon. So we will be um, doing some uh, exclusive content on the Patreon in the near future. But um, for now, you can just go there and, you know, give a little five bucks and say that you want to, um, you know, support the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, with that, I want to give you all an opportunity to say anything to the audience, some last words or whatever. Did you want to leave us with anything? Anybody? me oh mm-hmm. um just put your best foot forward to focus that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> what about you asa um i'm about to capitalize off of those energies you spoke about earlier i'm just about to turn up in february man you know yeah that too yeah yeah, yeah me too and hopefully um britney will be back soon on the mic and and the camera and um yeah we'll see you know praying about that so we'll um just want to give lots of gratitude to all y'all asa Brittany, deja kari kari sometimes he's here sometimes he's not and to all the listeners and supporters and we super appreciate you and if there's stories that you want us to talk about send them so that we could get a chance to like research them and again just like share and subscribe and have a wonderful week peace peace tune in weekly to the piper carter podcast with piper carter for a conscious take on music arts politics and fashion the founder of we found hip-hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience